Section 12 of Birds and Nature, Volume 9, Number 1, January 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. The American Hawk Owl, Cernia uula caparoc. The typical form of this owl, Cernia uula, is a native of Scandinavia and northern Russia, and incidentally is a visitor to western Alaska. We are told by Mr. L. M. Turner, who was stationed by the United States Signal Service in Alaska from 1874 to 1881, that the natives assert that this form is a resident and breeds in the vicinity of St. Michael's, also that it is a coast bird, i.e., not going far into the interior, and that it can live a long time in the winter without food, as it remains for days in the protection of the holes about the tangled roots of the willow and alder patches. Its true breeding range, however, is the northern portion of the eastern hemisphere. It is somewhat larger and lighter in color than the American hawk owl. The bird of our illustration, the American hawk owl, is simply a geographical variety of the old world form, and is a native of northern North America, from Alaska to Newfoundland. This is its usual breeding range, though it migrates in winter to the northern border of the United States, and is an occasional visitor during severe winters as far south as Maine and Idaho. It is much more common in the northern portion of its range. Unlike the other owls, as we usually understand their habits, it may be considered as strictly diurnal, seeking its prey to a great extent at least during daylight, usually during the early morning or evening hours. Its principal food consists of the various species of rodents, insects, and small birds. Its southward migration is caused by that of its food species, especially that of the lemmings. It is a tame bird and may be said to know no fear. We are told by Dr. A. K. Fisher that specimens have been known to return to the same perch after being shot at two or three times. It is a courageous bird and will defend its nest against all intruders. A male once dashed at Dr. Dahl and knocked off his hat as he was climbing to the nest. Other similar accounts show that the courage displayed on this occasion was not an individual freak but a common trait of the species. Not alone in its diurnal habits is it like the hawks, but it also resembles some of them in selecting the dead branch of a tall tree in some sightly locality from which to watch for its prey. From this position, it will swoop down hawk-like. Like the hawks, its flight is swift and yet noiseless, a characteristic which is common to all the owls. As a rule, its note, which is a sharp, shrill cry, is only sounded when flying. As a nesting site, hollow trees are more frequently chosen. However, nests built of twigs and lined with grass are not infrequent. These are usually placed on the tops of stumps or among the branches of dense, cone-bearing trees. The number of eggs varies from three to seven and are frequently laid long before the ice and snow have disappeared. The eggs vary from oval to oblong oval in shape are pure white in color and somewhat glossy. The shell is smooth and fine-grained. Incubation begins as soon as the first egg is laid, and both sexes participate in this duty, and occasionally both are found on the nest at the same time. At the nesting season, the courage of both sexes is very marked. 
the male will fight with its talons and even when wounded will still defend itself we are told by mr gentry that calmly and silently it maintains its ground or springs from a short distance on its foe so bravely it dies without thought of glory and without a chance of fame for of its kind there are no cowards this bird like other species of owls though possibly not to so great an extent because of its diurnal habits is looked upon by the indian tribes as a bird of ill omen and by some tribes all owls are called death birds as a whole the hawk owls are perhaps more useful to man than any other birds that are not used as food they cause but little trouble in the poultry yard and are of incalculable value to the farmer because of the large number of small rodents that they destroy end of section twelve